This podcast is a smelling good production. That's smelling good. The door is wide open. Anybody could walk in. Who's it gonna be? I don't know. Do a squat with your quad. Nice bud. Catch a cod. Come and run. Oh my god. Join our squad. It's friend, friend of, of the, the pod. Bon, 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 bon. <laughs> Hello, Connor. How are you? I'm fine, I guess. How are you? Good. Good. How's your day been? Great. I've done fuck all. Mm. It's so good. I was talking to someone about this earlier. Uh, <laughs> doing nothing and loving it lying down. You worked and I hate a, doing things. You worked a shift at my bar. I did. Day. How was yeah. that? Lucrative. <laughs> Have you Actually, spent no, your didn't. money yet? If anyone from the, <laughs> from the my ATO. girl is listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was Just cash ca- in hand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we won't cool. say the name of the business now. <laughs> How was it? Was it good? Yeah, it was, fun time? it was good. No, it was good. It was good. Big night. It wasn't like my first shift. It was genuinely just we need someone. So I wasn't like yeah. stressed. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like, I don't know how to do that, so I'm not going to do it. I'm just going <laughs> to grab glasses. and. It really has highlighted stress. to me and the other managers how useless some of our other like f- trial people have been. Like they don't work for us anymore, but like people have come in, done trial shifts. We've instantly sacked them because like, oh, we think they're pretty useless. And then you come in and I'll be like, oh yeah, just glasses, press that button, all good. And you're great. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, no, co- it's fairly they simple. were cr- they were trash. We were good to get rid of them. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. No, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. All good. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, oh, oh we've got a guest. <laughs> well, someone's walking someone's in. Someone's walking into the red. The door is wide open, Connor. <laughs> Please, introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, first off, sorry for knocking on that wide open door. That was a <laughs> no, confusing move on my part. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting me in. <laughs> Out of the stairs. I know the lift is broken. Exhausting. Yeah. My God, such a high up apartment. Yeah, Congratulations. Story yeah, you're here. doing well. Fuck it's the view. Mm, the view of West Fuck the view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if I could? <laughs> that was the goal. I'd love to watch. <laughs> Love to watch my, you try. My gum if it isn't Jake Stewart. It is. <laughs> it's Jake Stewart. Of praise um, Dionysus fame. fame. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jinx. <laughs> no, I can't the reason talk. I said that is because I've listened to Praise Dionysus and I know you say, oh, from so-and-so shows fame. Like, yeah. Like fame. Yeah, oh, fame. Yeah, no. It's, it's fame. fame. It's, yeah. Uh, would you, so you've done shows. Are you Praise Dionysus fame or are you Leopard Print and Loincloth fame? Oh, God. I guess it depends on who you ask and how you define fame, but I suppose all of the above. They're all things that I've done. If okay. you get one dot point, what is it? Uh, it's like, this is Jake Stewart, famous for doing wah wah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you famous for doing wah wah? Uh, <laughs> that's that. you? That's me. Is that you trying to fuck the view? No. no. It was me doing the sound effect when the Rugrats episode names would come up. That's how that like, sound sounds to me. Wah wah. Yeah. No one else watched Rugrats. I did, but not recently. Oh, God. Yeah. The Rugrats movie is devastating. I did when I was young. In Paris? Yes. In Paris. Uh, oh no no! <laughs> uh, uh, is that the sequel? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. The Rugrats movie came first, where like Tommy gets a younger brother and, and he tries just... to kill him with a rock. <laughs> he, he thinks about it. The whole thing is like he wants to get rid of that stupid, stupid little boy that's stealing all the love from his parents. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then he sits alone in the fucking wardrobe and hugs a slipper. I, th- I had to leave the Did room when that scene would come up because I'd cry too much. It was the same as when Anak Moon stubbed herself in the abdomen at the start of The Mummy. I was like, I have to leave. I can't watch that part. Oh. It's too distressing. <laughs> well, would you cry because it's a little bit too close to home or cry because it's sad? Why? Because my parents like my sisters more than me. And you would sit in your cupboard and hug a slipper. There's definitely, yes. If you want to a moccasin. Like, <laughs> 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 well, well, not too many <laughs> Yeah, nah, yeah, no, no. We could go into the, the deep, dark cave of me feeling excluded from my family's love. We don't need to. <laughs> Unless you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, boo. <laughs> this is front of the pod. Whatever you want to chat. Let me just hijack the tone. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no. Who knows? Your sister might walk in in five minutes. <laughs> oh, please. I hope it's like a this is your lifestyle yeah, surprise. That'd be Hi, nice. Hi, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, then we could smack each other, but that's more of a Jerry Springer situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. rest in peace. For Jerry Springer. Yeah, Did he, he die? He died like three days ago. Three, you're joking. No, no yeah, no, that's true. No, yeah, he died. I've got the laptop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. From like what? Okay, everyone, really quickly. I actually have no idea, but take a guess. Cause of death and age. God, all right. Cause uh, of death, someone from his TV show coming back to kill him for what oh, he did to them. Yeah. Uh, and That's your actual guess? <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, and uh, I reckon age, he was pretty, he's always been old. Like, yeah. You know? yeah, that's true. So I reckon like maybe late 80s. So like I'm going to go 88. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to go 77 pancreatic cancer. <laughs> 
So Hang on. <laughs> Hang on, 77. Thank you. Yeah, and you did not yeah. know he was dead? I just found out. Live he on the pod. He died at the age of 79. A family spokesperson said that he had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Of- ah! <laughs> Who's dead? Oh, I'm oh my. Witch. That's right. <laughs> did you kill Jerry Springer? <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> he never wronged me. <laughs> Why? Why did that come to you? <laughs> the spirits are speaking to me? I don't there know. There we go. That oh. is so... That is wild. See, I... My, so I'm a type 1 diabetic. I don't mm. know if you know this, Jake. Mm. Um, but my fear is because, like, you get type 1 diabetes when your pancreas dies and pretty much gives up. So my fear is getting pancreatic cancer and dying because I'm being killed by something that is already useless and has been useless for my entire life. Can Golly. you get it taken out? Or no, because apparently you need it still. But it's like, it's dead. It's just like a loose... Like, how dead are we talking? Is it doing anything? No, like, like I, I do its job for it and right. give myself four injections a day. But I'm when you sure. inject, does it then go into it? And it's like, I know what to do with no, this. No, I just put it into my, into my bloodstream. Mm. It just goes into the body. Like what the pancreas is meant to be doing, but it's given up. It has left the building, the body. Gosh. Well, I not mean, really. Yeah. It's still, <laughs> still in there. With a risk of pancreatic cancer. It's so dark in there. Is mm. it an increased chance of pancreatic cancer because it's like not super functional tissue? <sighs> I've never thought about that. But that okay. scares the shit out of me. Like, people <laughs> Thank you, like, Connor. Get on Google. Get on Google, Connor. <laughs> yeah. Um, because well, with yes. you managing your condition, are people often keeping tabs on what your pancreas is doing? Uh, no, my pancreas is dead. Like because like that, and no one's keeping an eye on it. They're just like, oh, he'll be. No, fine. it's just sitting there. It's yeah, just right. Like useless. I because basically it's an autoimmune disease. So like mm. I've come into contact with something in my life that has like triggered my body into killing my pancreas, thinking that was the disease. Gosh, so my body's killed my pancreas for me. Mm. <laughs> like I was going to do it anyway. And it's just like <laughs> one crazy night with a butter knife. <laughs> but no, like yeah, um, yeah, like killed my pancreas, and so your pancreas. Pretty much makes two things. It makes insulin. I'm not a medical professional. This is all information given to me when I was age 13 at the Royal Children's Hospital. Oh. So um, I was given. So like it does two things. It makes insulin and glucagon. So insulin is like if you think about when you eat sugar, it goes like into your bloodstream and into the cell, so you can use the sugar for energy, mm. right? But if you don't have the insulin to put the sugar from the cell from the bloodstream into the cell, then your blood's just full of sugar, and that is bad. Mm. Um, so that's why you need insulin for to like get it into the cell, so you can use it as energy. Mm. Uh, and then glucagon's when you don't have enough sugar in your system, it makes you like an artificial glucagon, so it like is fake sugar, so it keeps you going anyway. Mm. So I just have to make sure I always have sugar. Right, so you maintain that balance between yeah, the two things. Right, right, right. Yeah, okay. but so that's basically what the pancreas does. But now I do both. Mm-hmm. So I eat sugar and I inject insulin. So I don't yeah. know if this is about type one or not type exclusively sugar. I do eat other things. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, because I'm to get type two diabetes. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> willy wonka his way to that real issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, long-standing diabetes can be considered a risk factor for pancreatic cancer. It causes a modest increase type one in type risk two. of one point five to twofold. Okay, but what's the risk in like to begin with? If it's five percent, you're potentially at ten percent. <laughs> we should remind the listeners this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> in between the medical jargon, yeah. this time for chuckles. It, might, it might have been lost. Because <laughs> fuck me, if I tuned in at this episode, it would have been lost. Are <laughs> you talking about medical conditions, and death rates, of pancreatic cancer? Anyway, so you run a theatre podcast. Yeah, yeah you're not critics. No, of because course not. No. What's that famous saying? Death to them all. Um, uh, friends don't let friends become theatre critics. And why is that? Um, well, because like, the podcast itself it sort of came about because I certainly I found myself as a theatre maker. I found myself oftentimes just like in these like long ranty arguments that I would instigate with people, being like, I can't believe that it seems like everyone that makes theatre in this state and in this country seems to all kind of universally have at least one time where a review came out on the internet and it just like destroyed their confidence yeah. and said something like remarkably hurtful and very like mm. cold and callous and you know. And critics themselves are kind of like <laughs> determine themselves to be representative of it, like a, a branch of intelligence when it comes to people's art being considered good or bad, which in itself I just think is like a very reductive, unhelpful, toxic way to come at theatre. And it, my experience... Whoa, whoa, who's getting I trouble? turning on. Do not disturb. <laughs> is that a new sound effect? Is somebody <laughs> texting oh, in? New rule on the podcast, you get a text, you got to read it out. <laughs> oh my God, is it Meryl Streep? <laughs> yeah. It's oh my god, it's Jerry Springer. Hey, I need 200 Bitcoin transfer to this bank account to bring me back from the dead. <laughs> Do it, Connor! <laughs> <laughs> Two pictures from Gemma, friend oh, of the pod. Mm. Um, one of Little David Street. Just that we like... Anytime What's we, Little David Street? 
Anytime we pass like a little and it's like a name, it's like we just imagine like, like oh little David, <laughs> little David, and he sits there and he's like, this is my street. <laughs> he's like tiny. <laughs> I used to date a little David. I had a tiny oh. boyfriend named David, and that's what his voice sounded like. Oh wow! Yeah, did he sit in a lawn chair and claim the street? <laughs> <laughs> and then just a selfie. Oh, uh, on the walk. <laughs> oh, looks like she's having fun. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at those big headphones and little heads. Sober. <laughs> She's just going on a drunk walk. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> yes, the old Wait, do some heroin, this. go for a stroll. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my favourite Tuesday activity. <laughs> Be remiss if I didn't ask. Uh, what's your favourite play? Pla- oh God! Yeah. You love mood. asking this. You this asked me pra- this question once, <laughs> and it completely pra- praised me. the pod. Oh, sorry. Do we mention your podcast? Okay, Praise Dionysus <laughs> is your. Yes. The- it's not a theater reviewing podcast. It's, it's like a, a theater conversation podcast. Theater conversation podcast. So yeah, James, like James and I, James Hardy runs it with me, and yes. the two of us go and see largely independent theater productions, and then we like sit down and just, like talk about the experience that we have. Exclusively independent theater productions. We try to focus on it because I think that's just a more interesting thing, like th- thing to be platforming. I suppose. Okay. Is that I- what you were watching and focusing on before? you started the podcast yeah yeah because it's like the industry that i belong to and it's where like a lot of my friends make their work and produce their work and i think it's just where you also see things that are like less sanitized and less like rigorously rehearsed and have less money in them and i think that's certainly the style of theater that i gravitate towards like things that just remind you about part of what i love about theater being like it's just so beautiful that people want to tell a story and these stories develop these communities around them that are all helping each other in telling that story to people yeah um I just think that's super beautiful. And again, why, yeah, it loops back to that thing of just like, I just resent anything that toxifies the community in a way that makes people less willing to be bold and adventurous and strange. Cause it's the same reason that I kind of resent the idea of people awarding people for making art, because I yeah. just think it begets a lot of people generating similar artistic endeavors that are just replications of things that have been applauded loudly in the past. Yeah. It's so this true. is the type of award, like I'm going to make an award winning show. I know what that's going to look like. And I think the three <laughs> of us do have a very like, I'd say yeah. relatively similar and very like familiar ideas. Like if, we all set out individually to make like one person shows that we think would be like green room award contenders. I think we'd come back with similar productions. Yeah. Mm. I think that's just very uninspiring. Somewhere in the third act, it's going to get a little serious. Of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With that Nanette twist. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's like, yeah, I, it's like, I don't really care about reviewers that much. Mm. Like when they come or if they ask to come, like it's always lovely. Like you've all come to a lot of our shows mm. and you're a great supporter. And, like, that's one of the reasons I love you coming because I know it'll never be a negative. Like, the worst thing you and James will ever say is like, oh, look, it wasn't for me, but I mm. can see the beauty in this, mm. um, which is, like, a beautiful thing to be told as a performer. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. I know what I'm making cannot suit the masses, but it can suit some people. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I'm out to get, though. But, like, when it comes to just, like, The Age or the Herald Sun reviews, mm-hmm. I hate them because they have never, ever put on a show. They've never, ever... Yeah, that's interesting. Like, yeah. And I don't think there's some kind of theatre reviewing course you can do. It's just I go and see a lot of theatre, so I should be good to know if if this is a good or bad piece of art. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you have no... There's nothing to washboard it against of yeah. like, oh, no, they ran into this issue because this is how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I can see that struggle. I'm not going to outline that was crap and failed there. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a different sort of sympathy for people that are in the industry that are giving you reviews. So I think when you get a fellow performers that give you a review, be like, oh, this was great. Like, I love this thing. I'm more inclined to put that on a poster or that on the website rather yeah. than, like, the age. Or So I don't even well, try, I don't even try and contact reviews anymore because I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's that important. The show will sell itself if people want to come. Yeah. Sure. It's just like people being like, I'm you like you don't have time to watch everything. I'm gonna go see as much as I can and tell you what's good and what's not. And there's like I get that. Right. And it's also the idea that, that theater reviewers then, yeah, are anyway. seeing seven shows a night. Like mm-hmm. they're not gonna be fully invested in your show and like it hasn't become an event like it is for the audience members when they come and see your show where it's like, Oh, we'll meet the in the city at five, have dinner, like have a couple of drinks and go and see a theater show, we might go out afterwards to a bar. Like it's not the event for them. Mm-hmm. It's work. Yeah. So it makes it a different... I, I can't see how that wouldn't make it a different vibe on that show. For sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's yeah, that's a really interesting point that I think about often. It's like, where are these people coming from? Like, what is their vantage point? And what is it that they're actually pursuing in what they're analysing? Yeah. Like, And sometimes it seems like, oh, they just want to come across as being very clearly intellectual. They want to come across as having, like, I don't know, for some reason, a very, like, jaded perspective on something because I don't know whether or not it aligns with, like, the politics of the publication that they're working for. Or yeah. it, like, matches up with the values that they're trying to claim to have as a personality within that publication as well. You know, I just think it's yeah, much... Right. 
more opaque as opposed to like, I don't know, there's even just something beautiful about the idea of like people, as you're saying, like within the industry that are also making art potentially and the need of like navigating that peership as well. Like I think that is interesting and requires a level of like empathy and respect too. Mm. And I think for that reason, like it almost, the idea of it being, as we try to do at least on our podcast, is just make it feel a bit more like a collective conversation with the pursuit being helping everyone be <laughs> as good a storyteller as possible and maintaining a passion for things that is never in that doesn't put anyone in the danger of being told that they're a piece of shit on the internet. Yeah. You know, which I just think happens to too many people. And did that... Okay, sorry, one more question. I'm just fascinated now. But, like, <laughs> you and James, like, one, who came to who to pitch this idea of, like, starting the Praise Dionysus podcast? And second question, did this come from, an, from a moment where you got a bad review and thought, that's shitty, I'm going to try and change that? <laughs> <laughs> they're fun questions. Yes, I'll smoothie them both into one yeah. convoluted answer. <laughs> It certainly came from a number of things. Like it was like one moment that I keep coming back to was like I was standing on Swanson Street one time with this guy that I was sort of seeing and we'd seen seen a bunch of plays together because he sort of had like a passing interest in theatre as well. Um, And yeah, we saw a bunch of shows. We'd just seen something at the Malthouse and it had just made me me like really, really angry. And at that time I was like really depressed, like quite lonely and quite mad all the time. And it wasn't until sort of this conversation I had with him, like we came out of this show, I was really, really mad, which was my pattern at the time. And he was like, Jake, I really, really like you, but I don't think we can see theatre together anymore because you get too upset <laughs> and it, me- it means that I can't really enjoy anything because I sort of know that you're going to be mad at the end oh of it. Oh my God. And it was, that was <laughs> devastating to hear. Sorry, can, can I, I need to ask, yeah. why were you so upset? I don't remember this specific reason, but I, I do know why it became a pattern for me and it was because I was relying on theatre to be my unreliable source of like joy and emotion and feeling because okay, in, in my, in the life that I was living at the time, I was just like so depressed, so miserable and like quite lost. And, yeah. and in the, like a much earlier phase in my theater making practice. Mm. And so, yeah, in, in a lot of ways, it was like that combination of things of like, God, I, I'm a young theater maker and the things I'm seeing aren't great. And it's like, why don't, why am I pursuing this? If like, and these people that are being told they're fantastic, aren't as good as I wish they were and that sort of shit. But at the same time, I was like, miserable, lonely, gay, depressed, all these things. And I was going to the theater to be like, Oh, at least I'll get to feel these emotions that I miss feeling here. And if these pieces of theater wouldn't give me that injection of like, Oh, life is worth living. I'd come out just like live it. It's like, how did they let this garbage get on stage? Like it's, it's all of these different sort of theatrical injustices occurring. And I was just coming out super furious. And at the time, whether or not it was partially due to my like education or my training or just my toxic mindset, I was just leaving like unsatisfied and with this real sense of like, I don't know, being wronged and this injustice. And yeah, it was this conversation that I'm really glad I got to have, but miserable that I had to have it. It was like, Mm. oh my God, why am I so mad? And then it made me start interrogating these things of like, what do I rely upon theatre for? And what is the value of things being good or bad? And I've certainly come out the other side of that being like, firstly, it shouldn't be theatre's job to do those things I was expecting it to do for me. (laughs) But then also being like, good and bad, it's just like, because I think I was talking to a pal of mine the other day about how like, atrocious it is to go into any piece of theater waiting for it to be good or bad. I was talking to my friend Mm. Kane and just talking about the fact of like, (laughs) I think especially in like young theater makers or maybe some that are just, I don't know, maybe have a lot of competitiveness inside of them. Like there's something sort of devastatingly soothing about seeing a bad piece of theater because it means that you no longer have to consider those theater makers competitors of yours. Mm. And that being such a miserable feeling to have. And I was recognized that and recognized that in myself around this time period as well. It's like the moment, Oh, this sucks. Oh, don't have to worry about about these guys. (laughs) They'll give up because they've got no time. And that's awful. Like that's like, and it's like, and and sometimes that would make me mad because it's like, why do these people love an opportunity that they don't seem to have earned through skill? But it's like, no, it's like, what's much more interesting is the idea of like, again, these people coming forward wanting to tell a story and we could all make ourselves better at doing it um so that and so yeah so and as well i've certainly had the the reviewing coming back to your question like the theater review trauma absolutely like i remember a time when i was doing a show at theater works and my pal dominic was directing it i'd written it and this reviewer this reviewer came to our preview performance and reviewed it and then the review came out the night sort of the day of opening night Mm. and it was just like this like ruthlessly savage Poorly written, like she's. <laughs> I did very, they mention it was a preview performance. Um, she accidentally attended the preview, which of course, yeah. if Ugh. anyone that doesn't know, is like that's you're not supposed to be reviewing a preview because it's in effect not the show yet. Unless you've, unless the performer has like specifically said, "Oh yes, please come." Like, yeah, if that's your only, your only day, come. But they need to acknowledge that in the review. Yeah, I saw the preview of this show. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
um, yeah, so it was that sort of experience. And this review came out and it was like savage and ruthless and did the thing that I, until that point, hadn't really interrogated in myself. Like did the thing of like assuming a lot about why they thought decisions had been made. Mm. Like the type of thing is like, this was like that. So I figured they were attempting this, but they failed at it. And it's like, and that really like was an experience that on top of being quite traumatic. And the season after that ended up being so wonderful and so like nourishing. And in a number of ways, I learned so much about myself and the people I was working with. Wouldn't change a thing about that. But I, I, and in some ways I'm grateful for this awful review coming out because it really made me interrogate some of these things um, about the way that people come in. And I think to enter with any type of rubric that you have or I, yeah, I don't know. It took me a while because I feel like I have definitely fashioned for myself a different way of ingesting theater and going to it and being more open to things. But there was certainly a time where as many reviewers do, which is why I loathe so many of them, (laughs) go in with like a rubric of like, tick these boxes or your show is bad. Mm. Or for whatever reason, I've determined your show must be this tonight. And if it's not, then you failed at doing that. Or I've made some assumptions about what you're attempting. And if you don't hit these marks and you haven't done it, and it's like all that assumption and expectation and criteria just don't, Outside of being bad at reviewing theatre, which I think is a debatably necessary thing in the first place, I just just don't think it sets you up to enjoy and emotionally engage with a piece of art, which I think should be the goal, I think. Yeah. yeah. Now, if I can... Um, now, so we know Jake Connor because, Jake, uh, did we know you before you saw Chumsville? No, full-on strangers. Full-on strangers, yeah. right. <laughs> of you... Oh, oh, that's right. Because we, kind of. me and Connor came. I and did saw see Leather you in the audience. Like, is that that oh, guy? Yeah. Oh, funky. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. And I, because one of the bits I remember from Leopard, <laughs> from Leopard Print Loincloth is Connor walked out midway through a nude scene to throw up. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> of homophobia. Yeah. Walk- oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so you came and saw the first review of Chumsville, um, mm. said lovely things. It was very nice. Mm. Um, however, I listened back to it today. Oh God. Um, this is the podcast that says nothing negative about us. Uh, and if I can just, um, <laughs> point our attention to exhibit A. Oh God. Here we go. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna clip. <laughs> Um, and just and just to get hung up on Connor Dariol for a second, there, this part happened, and I'd be interested to like know your thoughts on this like mm. comedic thing. Of he came out at one point playing Connor Dariol, like playing himself, yep. and he read from this book that he wrote when he was in grade four. <laughs> oh, good. So your response is like, oh, that's so sweet. That's, I'm already very, I'm already very into this. Yeah. Oh, great, good. Yeah. Because th- that as a premise to me, I'm pretty cold and skeptical about. Oh, really? Well, really? just just in the sense. Everyone has a childhood and we can all like be like, oh, children are so dumb and strange. Yeah. You know, so, and, for, and because there's also like, you know, that whole trope, it's a relatively contemporary trope of like a comedian having a PowerPoint presentation and sort of like just dicking around and talking through, you know, lame stuff. from their child- Oh, coming off the back of doing a 60 minute PowerPoint comedy show, Connor. <laughs> How do you feel about those comments? It's a trope. <laughs> it's a trope. <laughs> He also then went I on to say would. very lovely things, no, I'm sure. I think so. I just think that doesn't need to be put into context. That's <laughs> <But> a gotcha. <laughs> Soft back of that. What do you think of Connor's PowerPoint show? <laughs> oh, of long play? Yeah. We don't need to fucking talk about this. I was like literally leaving the city. I was like, oh, I should try and find some dirt from praise Dionysus. It's a healthy instinct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I literally just skipped to that accidentally. I was like, oh, that is good. Got him. That <laughs> is good. I also want to flag as well that, of course, it did lead in to be a very, very positive thing. No, it was, was great. About. It was very hey, lovely. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> We're taking some quotes. We're taking some quotes. <laughs> we wouldn't take that quote. <laughs> We've taken some. That's still pretty generous. <laughs> That was beautiful. Oh, that was one of the standout moments. You might have noticed I quickly faded at the end because I wanted to cut off the bit, which is the next sentence, which is, but I loved it. It was so (laughs) much fun. I was like, nah, that isolated doesn't sound good. No, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, God, we've got a game prepared. Yeah, now that we're really getting to know each other, let's get to know each other a bit more with two truths and one lie. Wow. We played that last week, didn't we? Oh, great theme. Love that theme. (laughs) Love that theme. Uh, no, we, <laughs> we're not going to put in a theme there. Jake's looking at us fucking confused. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> we can, I can play, what's this? Oh, great That's theme. that theme. That's that theme. Oh, that's a sploosh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sploosh. That is a sploosh. I reckon we... Fucking of you. <laughs> now, William and Conk, we know each other yes. quite well. We probably won't guess for each other. Maybe we can be a lifeline for Jake. Yes. Because <laughs> we'll presumably already know a lot of the stuff. Absolutely. So, 
Uh, you and me will <laughs> start. Play at home. <laughs> Jake is guessing the lie out of our two truths, one lie out sure. of me and Conk. Uh, and then oh, should if I get Jake, the playlist up? If Jake needs help, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, 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 get the playlist up. This will make sense. We, we only invented this two weeks ago. So Great, it's okay. quite new to us. But um, uh, it's, it's nothing special. It's just someone saying our name. Well, it's us saying our name, but it's on like shuffle. Anyway, it's a whole thing. You'll notice in a moment. Okay. So basically, <laughs> God, don't shake your fucking head. <laughs> this is good content. This is great. Um, oh, I love that so, one. So <laughs> uh, Jake will take uh, one turn guessing for one of us and then the other turn guessing for the other one of us. Uh, he has one phone a friend. Mm-hmm. So you can either use it the first round or mm-hmm. use it in the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but use it carefully because we might not be able to help you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. But who is going first? Connor. Oh, Ooh, it's me. Connor's going first. <laughs> See, that's the playlist. That's all it was. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, right? It's a lot of fun. It's very high tech. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I, I will say three things. And we'll just say them in order. Mm-hmm. And then we can do questions once I've said them all. Okay. okay. Oh, so I can ask questions about... Oh, of course. Yeah? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and catch me out. Catch me outside. How about that? Who was that? Dr. Phil. Okay. One. <laughs> not, not Jerry Springer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Couldn't be now. One, I was threatened with having my school captaincy stripped from from me. The title revoked. Anyway. Two. I drank a bunch of differently coloured food dyes, then filmed myself throwing them up in slow-mo. And three, I shaved half of all my body hair, neck down, at school to a small audience. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. All right. Um, okay. What was the first one? The first one was I was the... threatened with having my school captaincy stripped. I'm certain that time. happened because I know you were school captain and you seem like the sort of person that people would resent. Huh? Like it's in terms of staff. I, you're a, you're a larrikin. You're a rascal. Yes, I feel like maybe. it's not unlikely that that happened. Grade six, Volkstone Primary School. Mm-hmm. My name is on the board. <laughs> <laughs> on like gold lettering. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, okay. So I, I'm going to consider that to be a, like a hard truth. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, you don't know why or... Why? Oh, <laughs> why? What did you do? What did you do? Right question. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's basically just what you said. Yeah, <laughs> just I was, you know, not doing homework much and just being a general sort of clown in class. And then the vice principal was like, "Hey, be careful. We can take this away from you." And I was like, "Oh, oh, god." That was yeah. the extent of it, though. It wasn't. Is like that a threat much, or never... a fact, though? That's my question. I, 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 we can take this away from you. Yeah. Of course you can. Uh, that was in a, yeah, it was, it was okay. a threat. We can take this away. <laughs> God, be not even veiled, time. not even thinly veiled. With you. Can I ask a question? I'm not guessing. Yeah. Did you care? <laughs> um, yeah, probably. I was like 12 and I was like, oh my God, this okay. is all I've got going for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But that's a shame too, because I feel like that larrikinism would probably be part of the reason you got elected in the first place, right? Like people wanted a goofball in power? No, I think my brother was school captain two years prior mm. and then him and my mum helped me uh, make my speech <laughs> to uh, my, for my candid- candidacy. So, uh. <laughs> Did they really, really like... Fill it up with impressive buzzwords. Would it have been the yeah. same without them? Or I don't know. If you okay. can, but find that definitely that helped me. for me. I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> I remember it had something about like every time I put on that yellow shirt and the blue shorts, I know I'm representing this school and I wear it with pride. Something like that. That's, that's that is your mum. And they're like, right. "That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what the uniform is." <laughs> yeah, I actually this in my speech. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> that's number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, great. That's true. Then, otherwise, I feel like shaving your body from the neck down at drama school—that to me sounds like a thing that no a high school. Oh, high school. Yeah, and like half. I think it was the right half. So, like my right leg, but not the left. Uh huh. And then it would be, I'd, you know, I'd walk around for the next week, being like, Ooh. So, when you threw up these food dyes, what color yes. were they? Uh well, it was many different. I did one a day. Oh. Different color each day. Okay. And then regurgitated. One colour a day and you... Like green, red. I think I did a black one, but that didn't look so good. Uh-huh. Blue, probably. Yep. Um, <laughs> in the bathroom. In the bathroom. And you filmed all of it and slow mode them all. Yes. Yep. To what end? Why? I don't, I don't think I ended up doing anything with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the plan was Just for. Just a good pastime. <laughs> But um, they're there somewhere. Like doing heroin, going for a walk. Just exactly. a good pastime. Mm. Fun pastime. <laughs> <laughs> fun spot, fun street signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't imagine you having that much control over your capacity to vomit. So okay. I'm going to suggest that that's the lie. Yeah. Fingers down the throat. 
Yeah, no, I understand the method. Yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> how could you possibly do it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't think so. Okay. Um, do you want to lock that in? I'm just trying to now think of this shaving thing and somehow... Yeah, no, just the way that you told me the details of the both like both the tales. Sure. I just, yeah, no, I think you shaved and I think you didn't throw up. Sorry to doubt your body that way. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so you locked in the lie is... Is the, the, the food dies. Food dies. The yeah. lie was, I didn't shave half my body hair from the neck down at school to a small audience. <laughs> <laughs> you should have found a friend there, Jake. I've seen the videos. Of oh, them my goodness. Up. Yeah. Are they good to watch? Oh, it's pretty confronting. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first thing Connor showed me when we met as friends, like in 2018. Jeez, I was like, oh, so proud. Oh, this is long haired, big bearded man just going into the bathtub. And I was like, wow, now wow. he's going to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy. That, that's the man. Were you that's experimenting the... with something specific? Why were you intrigued by that artistic I experiment? I, do, I, I genuinely don't really remember. Okay. But I uh, I did it. Right. But I did it. One colour is A. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can find something. All the colours of a rainbow. Uh, while you find that, do you want me to go through mine, conk? Of course. Okay, so, mm. my two truths, one lie. Yes. You have <laughs> lost with Connors. Let's see if you can get a win on the board. <laughs> oh, hang on. I've got, I've oh, got here we go. just okay. one of them. Do you want me to pump up? The, there we go. Uh, oh, I don't think there's... Oh, it's, there's no audio? No. Oh, there is audio. And many Wow. <laughs> That's great. Somehow so what did you see? Watching Jake's <laughs> eyes slowly widen as he yeah, wow, sat there and watched that. Quite beautiful. Yeah, no, like a slightly younger conk in his undie pants, throwing up a surprising amount of liquid. Yeah. I didn't think there'd be so much. And very green. Very green. It affected my stool and urine. <laughs> wow. He says with pride. How much of a bottle of food dye would you have put in the mixture? It a was lot. hard to drink. <laughs> like it had- tasted, and it was like... Ugh. Wow, because yeah. it tasted super dyey. Yeah. Would you get the camera ready first, or would you skull get the camera going? Uh, I think I had the camera ready. Because this is like, David, and you've got to drink this is like, like David Blaine stuff a lot. Yeah, like 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 to the point where like it hurts. I've like had that much liquid. Oh my god, we've all done so our then research. it's easy to come up. Anyway, don't do it. We've all done our research on David Blaine, haven't we? When he like drinks like nine liters of water and puts frogs in his stomach, and they hop around like a little pond, and then he throws them up. Did I miss an email? Why would I have looked that up? Yeah, I haven't looked that up by the way. We've all done this. <laughs> oh, I just thought we all did a research on David Blaine every now and again. I was all more of a Chris Angel kind of guy. Uh, I just we... liked his energy. Mind uh, freak? Yeah. Mind, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly I'm more of a Chris Angel guy myself. <laughs> there we go. Oh, we, all, wow. we all have preferences. <laughs> <laughs> As Jake would know from his theatre podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, my two truths, one lie. Yes. Uh, first one. Mm. Um, I once yelled out <laughs> explosives. I'm trying to read my pencil grey lead running. I once yelled out explosives into a microphone during a show. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it wasn't part of the show. It wasn't part of the script. It was like I was talking backstage, oh. saying naughty words, and it went through the microphone. Okay, sure. I was wearing a head mic. Yep, yep, yep. Didn't know my mic was on. Uh-huh. Didn't know I even done it until the show had ended and everyone goes like, mate, why'd you yell out? Why did you yell out? Uh, <laughs> already in the question. Well, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm goes, picturing I'll, school musical. Yeah, it's school musical. I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll go through the stories. We'll just, I'll, I'll go. Uh, my second one is I once stole food and drink from an airplane hostess station to feed multiple people on a flight. Oh, like almost like an I'm the captain now style takeover. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Or like a Robin Hood. Uh, Robin Hood. I like Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you have against the Somalian? <laughs> 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 They're pirates. <laughs> That's what I have against them. Uh, my last one. Uh, at my sister's 21st birthday party, my sister's, plural, yeah. 21st birthday party, um, me and a friend Twins. tried oh. to tie as many helium balloons as we could to my grandmother's wheelchair until she noticed. You were trying to up her. Uh, try to prank her. Oh, okay. yeah. Wheelchairs are heavy. You, you, yeah. you gotta have a lot of helium balloons. Yeah, that's what I thought the goal was. But no, you're just trying to like um, see if she would notice. No, like we always like yeah. You, know, you need a lot of helium balloons. We just wanted to see if she'd notice. Uh-huh. And then, like everyone was giggling, everyone was laughing, going like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. Like, There's not much else. How many did you get? Oh, I don't even remember the number. We'd used them all in the venue, like because you obviously <laughs> all of the balloons were attached to this. Lady. Well, there were like maybe four, bun- three bunches of like maybe eight <laughs> balloons, and then we sort of cut them off with scissors and then like tied them down to the bottom of the wheelchair. And, like, so there were like at least twenty balloons. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of balloons. 
Yeah. She was small in the wheelchair, so it was like hard. To, it was easy to sneak up behind her a time on. This <laughs> is floating above her head. Uh-huh. And then you couldn't lose her. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> she's the only one in the wheelchair at the party. Like, you couldn't really lose her anyway. But um, And she wasn't really moving that much. <laughs> Like just gonna wander off. <laughs> Did she find this funny, or did she realize what had happened? Uh, she never noticed. My auntie just cut them off. Okay. Yeah. Huh. She's like, that's rude. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Party pooper. I don't know how to side within this story. Okay. Oh, great. Well, I was a dickhead. I was yeah. fourteen oh, years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> um, any more questions with that one? Before we <laughs> questions about the other? No, I think I've beefed out that one enough. Where was the was the at the reception? This happened. The balloon My one. sister's 21st birthday party. Oh, 21st. Oh, yeah. I assumed it was a wedding. Don't know why. The 21st. What venue <laughs> was was like at? reception, like death, like a wake. <laughs> Someone had died and we're fucking <laughs> around with helium balloons. They were triplets. <laughs> yes. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> Please don't let that be true. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie, come back. Pancreatic <laughs> 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 <crowded> cancer. <laughs> um, yeah, what was the venue like for the 21st? Uh, it was the Churnside Park Cricket Club. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> it was cheap, so that's why we went. Right. There. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. Okay. Questions. Questions. We put it up with decorations and balloons, which were all taken down. What color? Balloons, multiple. Like oh, pink and blue and yellow and stuff. Yeah. Like there's, a there's, a of, there's a lot of there's a lot there's a lot of well my sister well Sarah's it was more Sarah's 21st Rebecca was like tagging along but Sarah like she loves pink so there's a lot of pink stuff mm-hmm. but I think there was a bit of blue it was like it's like the the florist of balloons had done it for them and like printed them up. So they just sort of dropped them off. So it was kind of like... At the back of Big W. Yeah, I think yeah. they were white. I think it was like white, pink and blue. I think they were the colours. Cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, transgender pride. For them. <laughs> <laughs> good theme, good yes. theme. Okay, great. How did you like immobilise the flight attendant? How did you get... Uh, no, so I was flying back with my sister Sarah from Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, my whole family. I flew there with Sarah and back with my whole family. Uh, and <laughs> got adopted. <laughs> it was very exciting. <laughs> so uh, we're on our way back. And like, you know, the attitude's like 37,000 feet. Like I was dying. And it was like long. Uh, to be honest, I hadn't done, I hadn't done like a long Were the distance. doors locked? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not, well, they're not open like at 37,000 feet. You, so then why was the? Well, like it's just, I was on like a 13 and a half hour long Long haul flight back oh, to sure. Europe. It was the length, not the it height. It was the length yes. and the height. I got a bit of, alt- <laughs> I think I got altitude sickness and I was like okay. pale white and like I'd rung the bell for the air hostess to be like, can I please have some water? Mm-hmm. I'm like about to faint. And so takes her 20, 30 minutes. She brings back this small little, like maybe 60 mils of water, like mm-hmm. two shots worth. Skull it. And I go, I need more. Oh, sorry, we're busy. I'm like, Okay, so I just get up and go and just fill myself up with water mm-hmm. and like just skull maybe like a litre of it, one after the other. Mm-hmm. Get back to my seat and then 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I need food. Like I'm also dying with food. Ring the bell, I don't come. I'm like, fuck, they're never, like they're hopeless. So I go back there. I'm like, I didn't, I got away with it last time with the water. So I went back there and just stole a bunch of nuts and Pringles, little cans of Pringles and stuff. Went back to my um, seat and started eating it. And the guy like on the other side of the aisle him and his partner were also like feeling quite sick and pale. Uh-huh. So they're like, where'd you get that from? And I was like, I just took it. And they're like, oh, we've been waiting for the air hostess. I was like, oh, I'll come back. So I just went back there and stole a bunch of water, more food, and just started giving it around to people in my local vicinity on the plane. Oh, amazing. And maybe about three other people and me just like pigging out on all these Pringles and nuts, like those are like Nobby's nuts. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't a nut-free flight. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Weird spot for rage to be. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so everyone was sort of helped by me. Uh-huh. I was being the Robin Hood. How did you choose which people to Robin the hoods of? Uh, anyone asking for help. Okay, nice. Yeah. I just could myself, feeling very ill, so I knew what they were going through too. I don't know. Maybe they, they were in the trenches. You were. <laughs> I was the. I was the captain. running across the battlefield. Yeah. I was the sergeant. I was like, I got this, boys. I'm yeah. gonna stay out of here. Was there any of the sort of reprimand? Did any of the flight attendants nah. notice? No, nah. I think I'm. Oh, I might have said something to them. Like, look, I went and talked some stuff, and they're like, Oh, all good. Don't worry about it. Because I was mm. like, because then what? It's a 13 hour flight. Like, mm. they're gonna know when they come and clear our plates. Mm-hmm. Like, clear our. When they have to walk around and be garbage cans for people. Yeah, like yeah. I had copious amounts of garbage because I just stole it all. <laughs> Not to boast or anything, but <laughs> I had a my lot mum of wasn't happy because, like, 
I grew up with a family that like hates the minibar at any hotel you go to. Like, don't touch the minibar. Yeah. And that is like the ultimate minibar. <laughs> so like me stealing all this shit, mm. it's really expensive. Yeah. They're like, we're going to be charged for that. That's like $100 worth of food you've stolen. Oh, you this any- wasn't one of those flights where they're like, the food is complimentary. You should have been paying for these nuts. Yeah, it's like $4 a pack of nuts. The story is suddenly a lot more impressive. That's great. Yeah, well, I I was dying. People were dying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to help the people. Yeah, great. Oh, my God. No, they should just inbuild that. Not to talk about... (laughs) Again, this is a comedy podcast, but let's talk about airline prices. They should just inbuild, like... A price for food into the price, and then just have like a buffet set up. <laughs> oh, that'd be great! That'd be fucking awesome. Get rid of the middle aisle and have like a bay marie. Oh, just like, oh, oh. yes, some sausages, <laughs> some, some eggs, rice. oh rice. <laughs> Make yourself a little enchilada. I'm an enchilada in the sky. Oh, <laughs> that's enchilada the dream. Enchilada in the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. And, and what show was it that you were in? Yeah. I was in, uh, uh it was my, I was in year 10. It was my high school musical. Yep. Doing the show, the Elvis Jukebox musical. All, all shook up. All shook up. Shit, yeah. So, um, <laughs> he knows his theater. Oh, God, it's good. Um, oh, you like All Shook Up? I love it so much. Oh, great. Really? Oh, my God. Yes, because it's like, is it Twelfth Night that it's based on? Is that the Shakespeare yes. play? Yes. Yes. yes and yes, I just yes, feel like yes. it's a better version of Twelfth oh. Night. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great because I, and it, of course, I also just enjoy like the homoeroticism element of things when it's like, oh, I don't know why I'm attracted to this man that I'm working with in, the, in this fucking like car garage thing. But God, there's something about him. But it is, of course, the woman that he already has feelings for dressed as a man. Yeah, trying to impress him because is it. Like one of those jukebox ones, like where they really like try and like all of a sudden a hound dog walks in and it's like, wow, <laughs> I know what we're fucking no, singing now. No, but no. like with no point to the narrative at all, um, the Elvis character, I forget his name, like the mm. guy who pretty much plays Elvis, he opens a show and he's breaking out of jail. So you, <laughs> can, you can imagine what the opening number is. Yeah. Devil in uh, disguise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he happens to be wearing blue suede shoes. Yeah. And, uh, all this stuff. Uh, it's well done. Yeah. It's no Mamma Mia. It's actually too, a really it's good. It's a really good musical. It <laughs> is good. Anyway, uh, opening back two is the song All Shook Up. And I'll play a little bit of it because mm. all I need is the opening. It goes like something like this. Actually here, what, like four oh, well, chords? It opens like that. So that's mm. the opening of act two, as you would be familiar with, Jake, mm, because you love All Shook Up. Yeah. So <laughs> my, my best mate at the time, Hayden, was the lead playing the Elvis-like character. Was it good? Uh, he was very good. He's a very good singer. Okay. And um, basically, we were like in our dressing room backstage, which is like under the stage, out the back. It's like, it takes you probably a minute to walk from where the male dressing room was up to the wings on the stage. Mm-hmm. It was quite a nice theatre. No longer exists. It's been knocked down. Oh, anyway. Attached to a school? Um, where was it? Uh, it was in my school. It was like the school hall. Oh, it's yeah. gone now. It's gone now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now what is it? A football field? Uh, no, it's a gymnasium. Oh, worse. Very annoying. Okay. And I've made this new PAC. It sucks. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, shout out to Little High School. <laughs> Fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so basically I was in the dressing room. Hayden comes in the lead. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go have a nervous shit before act two. Like, uh-huh. They verbatim what he said. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he's sitting and it was a very old dressing room where the toilets are. They have those like weird, it has like, it. it's... It's a window into the door. So uh-huh. it's a window in the door. So I could have, I was watching Hayden sit on the toilet. It's like sort of a mat window. So you can't fully see, but you can see a man with his pants down. So it's sitting like frosted. Down. That it's it's like, frosted. You yep. can see a man on the toilet doing uh, number two. Yes. So I thought that was very funny when I was 15 years old yeah. and got my phone out and I was taking photos of him. And then we hear. Oh my God. Like literally going through the. And we realized that the stage managers hadn't called like. Oh my god! Five minutes, ten minutes, and it hadn't got to us. So, and I'm looking at the man. So Act Two was starting. Act Two was starting, and Hayden had precisely twelve seconds to get off the toilet and be on stage to open that song. Oh my god! Because he's the lead, and so I just threw my phone, ran up like to the stage manager. This is all while that is just Mm. being riffed. (laughs) Like they're just they're what's the um, vamping? Vamping. They're vamping for like twenty seconds while the audience sit there and nod. Go, this is artistic. (laughs) And I walk side stage and I said into like the stage manager's ear, I'm like. What the fuck's happening? Hayden's taking a shit. My mic was on because I, oh. I sing after Hayden because I yeah. come on as another lead character. And so the inter- peppering that in there. Yeah. <laughs> to get a mention. Yeah. And so the entire audience heard me go, What the fuck is happening? Hayden's taking a shit. And oh. at that moment, Hayden runs onto the stage yeah. and sings, starts singing the song, and then had to go back at the end of the song to wipe. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! The whole opening number. Oh, <laughs> and a crusty ass. <laughs> so that's that story. 
God, I'm really into that story. Mm. Yeah, apart from all the fecal stuff, really, really yeah. into it. <laughs> Thanks. God, no, well handled. No worries. So, so I'll just what, do a what recap. Three, yeah. The three was explosive into the microphone mm-hmm. during all shook up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, tying. <laughs> Why are you giggling? <laughs> um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, I was stealing food and drink from an airplane hostess station. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tying balloons to my sister's uh, my sister's twenty first onto my grandmother's wheelchair. Right, right, right. Okay, I think I'm just going to use my phone a friend for the sake of using it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. My instinct says I think that the made up one is you upping your grandmother. <laughs> That's my okay. plan at the transgender birthday party. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm just going to see if Conk has any feelings. I I don't know for sure, but I that's what I'm leaning to. I think you're, Do you know I think any you're of- on the money. I, I feel like you know I, some of these are true. I think I've heard the plane story. You've heard the plane story? I think. Unless okay. that's the lie, mm. but I'm pretty sure I've heard that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just refuse to believe the first one didn't happen because that story is too good. Right. Um, What's the first one? The first one that all shook up. The fecal all shook up tale. Okay. You I just want that to be a you fact. Want that to There's be a whole right. narrative there. Yes. Yes. Characters, stakes. That did music. happen. My mic wasn't on. <laughs> 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 yeah. I want that to be true too badly. So that's in my museum I think you're now. you're on the money. Yeah. And then, yeah, for some reason, I just can see that picture of you being Robin Hood in the sky too vividly. I, yeah, for some reason think that it somehow was peppered with enough, I don't know, cool. little details. I think the minutiae is what sold it for me. Okay. And yeah, not that I doubt your ability to tell a story or to deceive a Jake, but I feel like, yeah. <laughs> We're locking yeah. that in? Yep. yep. Correct, Trans- correct, yes. and correct. Well done. Shit, yeah. <laughs> My grandmother never had a wheelchair. <laughs> she was very able. Thank you very much, Jake. <laughs> you tied it directly onto her. We've got to wrap up. We've got to wrap up. Okay. Ten to six. Oh, God. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Hello. Well, hi. <laughs> hi. Oh, hi. Oh, do you want to try and guess Jake's... Truth and lie. Oh, I know who Jake is. Are you cool? Mm, I'm little David. <laughs> oh, it's little David. Wait, of the street or of my legitimate romantic history? Both. Both? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a street that was always your dream. <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. What happened to you? Having a nice boyfriend too. Oh. <laughs> Still hasn't happened. <laughs> Were you kicked in the neck? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you kicked me out the door, remember? <laughs> I'm still in pain. Good, this is devastating. Good. What have you moved yeah. on to? What are you I doing? You're studying remedial massage. Would I... you like to get the kink out of my neck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come over sometime. Uh, yeah. Don't touch me. <laughs> It's going to be very difficult. (laughs) Do it with words. (laughs) All right, what are you three? My three, two truths and a lie. Wow, it looks like it's coming hot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) Let me turn the fan on. Ah, but the audio. Sorry. (laughs) There it is. We had to get rid of the ceiling fan. Someone got stuck in it. (laughs) Yeah. That's a whole narrative. What's a narrative? Oh, God. (laughs) Hurry up, Jake. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, Yeah, my first one. I went to an all-boys high school. Mm, that's when you met me. <laughs> no, that was a whole different travesty. <laughs> um, uh, my second one, I went scuba diving for my 23rd birthday. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Yes. Uh, I, taught yes. You, I taught you that one, Kai. Don't you dare try and take that away from well, me. So have we both done the training and Kai yeah, was just I had a- $3,500 of scuba diving equipment in that in that. Dro- in that oh. <laughs> and what's your address? Closet. <laughs> You'll never know. You'll never know. Seventeen-story building. <laughs> I still know the address. Mm, little David, <laughs> who's guarding your street, Gemma? Oh, good. Yeah, this heroin addict. I know, but she's real We're reliable. Turns. <laughs> I love when something gets said, and then it's like, oh, we'll cut this, and then it becomes a running gag. I can't cut it now. <laughs> no, don't cut me. James, have we done that? <laughs> Cut me from his life. (laughs) (laughs) And number three. I didn't mean for this guy to walk in and be so rude. No, that's fine. I shouldn't be as weak as I am. But here we are. (laughs) Yeah, Um, very weak. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, a lot of venom coming. What do do you think of his shirt? Mm, It's my shirt. (laughs) Oh, good. You stole it, didn't you? (laughs) Jake has a habit of having people (laughs) comment on his shirts. (laughs) The first time I saw Will Solo show, he insulted my shirt. Oh, fuck, did I? <laughs> you, you, it's fine, you were in a performance blackout. Oh, I'm sure I'm you so have sorry. no recollection. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, it's you're a funny... You're a beekeeper. 
Oh, that's a loud that's joke. A loud, that's a loud. I remember that one because I remember instantly regretting it. Oh, sure. I wouldn't have. Hmm. <laughs> I hate all his shirts. Except the one he's wearing because it's mine. <laughs> and number three. <laughs> number three. Um, I emceed my cousin's wedding. Ooh, Ooh, master of ceremonies! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I'm his cousin. Oh, oh! <laughs> I didn't tell him. That's why he kicked me. <laughs> wow! Yeah, what? Didn't what expect an incest twist for that tale. <laughs> <laughs> you got invited to MC the wedding. You didn't realize <laughs> that's who's how it found- was. Yes, that's how I found out. I was an MC. Wow. That was and my then career. You still at went the through with the ceremony. It was my last ceremony. I was wow. like, I can't have this happen again. So you were MCing multiple weddings. Uh, no, no, that was connected to your incest comedy in terms of facts. <laughs> <laughs> I only MCed the one wedding, yeah. and it was for my cousin. Yeah. My was wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking, little David. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number one, you went to an old boys school. Just quickly realizing how awkward it looks for me and Connor when we quickly switch between characters and being ourselves. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about either. I just wish little David were a stranger and not a figure from my past <laughs> whom I am suddenly wanting to have a real conversation with, but you are not channeling him like a spirit. It's just you putting the oh, money I, I, I would love to have a conversation, Jake. But no, you blocked me. I would never do that. Oh, okay. I sorry. Think, no, oh, I forget. I blocked you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jake. No, no, please continue to softly devastate me. Oh, shook up. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number one. What was number one? All boys school. Yes. All boys. Okay. I Um, see that for you. uh, Oh. How? What was? What was? How many people in your year level? Um, it was like 125. Okay. If I remember correctly. What school? De La Salle College in Mulvan. That was quick. That was a quick response. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, the other options isn't. I didn't go to school. Yeah, I think not a boy you went to school. Look like an educated lad to me. Uh-huh. I've read books. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, there's no. I can't. It's not. There's no like other questions. I don't know. What? You don't think you can spot someone's education in some sort of way? Mm. Have you, did you have a weird relationship with women as a result? Um, uh, I, or like less relationships. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. No. No. We had a sister school that we were relatively like tight with. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. is which is Star of the Sea. In Garden Vale, there is yes. no way this is a lie. This is there's, there's, like you're so quick with those responses. Mm-hmm. That could just be homosexuality. I... <laughs> We're a fast, witty bunch, <laughs> and because, because we, yeah, have to, we are yeah, very secret, <laughs> very well, very yes. fast, very witty. Yeah, and also the school I just said sounds like a school for mermaids. So is it even real? Mm. Is that where Ariel ah. went? <laughs> she's friends with a crab. Back to that end. I've got they crabs. They called her Ariel, and yet she's not So, wow, same. David. <laughs> yeah, wasn't me. I named them. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. And number two. <laughs> number two. Um, I went scuba diving for my 23rd birthday. Why? Did you want to? No, it was a voucher that I got from Are my sister. Are you 23? You Am I 23? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how long? The, can you just do it on a whim? Yeah, so you can do... So, or sorry, like where'd, you go, where'd you go scuba diving? We have to do a bunch of it in a pool. So yep. that's like the first month or so. Mm-hmm. so. That's like three different classes you do inside what? of a pool. Then they take you to a jetty. And then after they take you to the jetty, then you get on a boat. Oh, so you got your open water scuba diving lessons. Yeah. And you're legal to dive to how many metres? God. Oh, I haven't used it since I got it. Yeah, when you got it, you would have been found, you would have been told how you, many metres you could dive to. I was. Did you mm, get it? 18 metres is the answer I was looking for there. Did you? Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Did is. you get it for the event? Which event? There was no event. You're it was 23rd. just the sea. Oh, yeah. oh, the whole thing was the gift. She gave me the gift so that I could do it around the time of the birthday. So it was like, I'm getting you this. Do you want it? I was like, not really, but you know, I'm turning 23, so I should learn to be a bit braver. So you went, so you did the full course. We did three months in the pool. You would have had to do like a night doing theory in the club. It was house? a classroom bit with like a father and his daughter, and they had a weird vibe where she like called him sexy a bunch of times. Oh. It was a whole thing where it was like he put on... It's like an Ivanka and Donald. A little bit kind of reverse. Yeah. Which somehow I'm more fine with. But it was this thing where it's like... I'm fine with it. (laughs) Well, David. (laughs) We know what you're fine with. I'm starting to see the issues coming back that we had in the first place. Yeah, no. um, No, he's perfect. There's... um, there's, Oh, shut up. There was this whole moment where it was like the dad... Like the dad was putting on his scuba gear, had a conspicuous like genital bulge. And then the the daughter was like, I can see why mum... Mum likes you so much. 
Oh, she man. full on said it. I was like, "Are you actually related?" Did you vomit says, Do you in think the pool? I was. Just, I looked. Around, no one else probably heard it. I, I looked around. Was like, she, why is no one making a face with me? Was he her dad or her yes. sugar daddy? No, because <laughs> no, she was like not even. She wasn't even like. She was a very young. <laughs> do- it was just like no. They, there was yeah. But that was, was that obviously like my mum the... likes you. <laughs> Such a big cock. Was it part of their? Yeah, like, it was like huh. Was it part of the routine? Too much for me. A routine. I didn't like, think was they were that doing, like no, because he was uncomfortable. He wasn't like oh, good one. This one, a couple no, of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, that was a standout. Yeah, beyond anything else, I learned that's what stuck out to me. And number three, okay. number three was um, I emceed my cousin's wedding. Right. Well, there were uh, you, you were asked to obviously you you weren't just no, someone like, else was doing it and they pushed him aside and <laughs> I'm the captain me. now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, she asked the, me. I was shocked by the it. reception. Yes. Oh God. And what? So that's just like all right. They're coming in now. <laughs> All right, it's speech a time. Now it's the cake, right? <laughs> so, yes, essentially that, but with like a bit more stand-up like woven yeah. in there. It was the sort of thing where it was like just based on my history with doing like 21st speeches and helping other people write their 21st speeches. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, it's an art. It's an art. Did you go jokes accessible to a wide audience or personal attacks on the bride and groom to make the humour? A hot combination. It was the sort of thing where it was like, I've been told, because luckily the bride and groom sort of like loaded me up with embarrassing things about all of the bridal party. Oh, and so then it was the thing of like me turning them into jokes that everyone could sort of get on board with and feel as if we're all bullying these people together, which is the essence of weddings. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then what was the third act twist? The third, of the emceeing? Yeah. Third act twist. <laughs> Did you suddenly where's get very the, sentimental? Where's and the Nanette <laughs> twist? We want, to, we want to know the Nanette twist. <laughs> like, were you like, you're like halfway through a joke. My dog's called and then <laughs> You're halfway looking at me like that. You're halfway I'm in this through a joke. Too now. You're halfway through a joke, and then you scrunch up the paper and throw it away. It's like no, but but seriously, <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> but I, I made it more about me, made it a bit more Nanetti, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm really happy for you guys, but I'm really struggling at the moment, <laughs> and it's pretty insensitive <laughs> that you asked me to do this because I don't know if I'll ever find love again. Then I choked up a bit, and I was like, anyway. Uptown Funk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it was recent. Well, it's like, when was it? It was around the time Uptown Funk came out because I insisted that I get to enter like two Uptown Funk. 2014, 2015. They've been married. That would have been maybe, 2014. I'd say, Uptown Funk came out. Year 12. Yeah. Because I think they've been married for like a year longer year than nine. the age of their first son. And I think oh. Hayden is currently two and a bit. So I guess it was maybe three years ago they got married. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. righto. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm... So boys' school is definitely a truth for me. I think that's... You think that's a lock? I think that's a lock-in for me. Mm-hmm. Connor, can I find a friend? Yeah. <laughs> Jake, is it true or not? <laughs> <laughs> you would know. <laughs> I'm vibing three's the lie. <laughs> Wait, what okay, was so the sorry, again? Sorry, sorry, it was all boys' school. Scuba. Scuba. Okay, no, so scuba. So I feel Mm. like the way you went through how you got your scuba diving course, Mm -hmm. that is true. You do three or so sessions in a pool. You have to do two theory nights at a clubhouse, and then you go off and do a couple of dives on a boat one day, and then you get your course. Where, Where did you get on the boat, can I ask? When you did the final, like, Session going yeah. out diving. Where were you? Um, we did it near. It's St Kilda. It's near where like that surf shack is. I don't know how to describe it more specifically. There's that surf shack and there's that expensive restaurant near it. St Kilda. Yeah. Right. And we boated. Okay. A lot of people do it down a portsy. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one in Melbourne. <laughs> well, I'll just put it out there. A lot of people. Well, there's a lot of clubs in Melbourne, but a lot of them use portsy. So, look, if this is true, you've got. Nah, to I'm going three. What you don't think you got the scuba diving license? No, the the wedding. Oh, the, good. I'm on board with that. I don't think you MC the wedding. Don't have the charisma for it. Is that why? No, <laughs> no. It just it was. It was no. I feel. I feel like you I think had you, more you can do whatever you want. <laughs> God, David's coming back around to me, like supporting me. <laughs> That's my guess. Always apology. Should we do a different oh. one? Or we're just going for the same one. Uh, nah, whatever. Number yeah, three. No, no, no. I, I. Yeah. No, I'm going. For, yeah, we can't both go for two, and then we get a fifty percent chance. It's a sixty. Six percent chance that we get it. Sixty-seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three. Connor, three's the lie. Three's the lie. So the MC wedding is a lie. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Yep. So many people knocking on the door. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, no, sorry, that was just me. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I would never scuba dive. You crazy ah! people. <laughs> oh my God, gross. Why? <laughs> so all of that was fake. Yeah. 
Did you somehow make it up on the spot exactly how you get your scuba diving license? I transplanted part of it because my sister did get her scuba diving license, so I've taken parts of stories she told me about the experience. Wow. And I turned it was my own. Well, that's really heartbreaking because I was so The bad. whole father-daughter so relationship? Game. That full-on happened, and I couldn't believe the story, and that's why it's so vivid in my mind. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I was so mad keen to talk scuba with you after the podcast. Oh, I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, no. Nope. Yeah. And I your sister's it. number is... I can give it to you. Yeah, she loves talking about fish and whatnot. Yeah, I can give it to you too if you want. <laughs> 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 well, I, I think don't like um, David. <laughs> I do, and that's what's making it hard. <laughs> okay, that's bye. all the time we have. Uh, yeah. Hour-long podcast. Yeah, Thank Jesus, you so much for joining us, Jake. I'm Praise Dionysus. Listen to it. Praise Dionysus. Anything else to plug? Have you got shows coming up? No, no, that's it currently. No. Praise Dionysus Just podcast. The whole uh, I need to plug Sam Roberts's footballers are a godstand bag for short at the Butterfly Club, performing next week, Monday to Saturday. I'll be taking that show. I did the tech today. It's a great show. Go see that. Anyway, that's my plug. Any plugs for you, Colin? <laughs> um, I don't oh, know. Now we're doing gigs on Friday. We oh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> fuck, we're doing the 4x4 fundraiser gig. Uh, at It's in Carlton. Go to that gig and fundraise money for a great theatre show coming up by 4x4 Theatre. So the charade, is that what they're doing? Yeah, they're doing the yeah. charade. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's exciting. Yeah, because I saw their last production. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see what these sorts of people get up to yeah, next. Yeah, Broken Record was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Show. yeah no, Lady Played the Cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow. Um, and also, Cool Hair Club Comedy. I'm doing a gig there earlier before I do that other gig on Friday at 6pm. Right, so right, go right, to that. All right, all right. Thank you. That's my plugs. Anyway, first lead in a musical and now this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Didn't well. go well. Anyway, love you. Mwah. Love you, bye. Mwah. Mwah. No, of course, anytime. My God, thanks for having me. Take you up on Next that. week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We do <on> Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>